I'm like, where is my equilibrium at on money? Because you got people that casually ask for money like it's like it's a piece of paper. And you got people that are talking about what they make and making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month like it's like it's nothing. So it's like, so am I the only one tripping? Maybe I'm just in the middle of those two worlds and I'm tripping. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and you are checking out our quick cast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the quick cast powered by Black Mary and Death Free. Thank you. I am very, I am very happy to be here. Yes, I am very happy to be here on this midweek dose of the black married every podcast this is when just me myself and i get to sit here and talk about different things that are happening in the economy in pop culture in this sphere of uh financial literacy we get we, we talk about any and everything here right on this week midweek episode and i would like to take a second to thank everyone who have been pulling up to the Black Mary and Defrey podcast for almost three years now. Well, it's been longer than three years, close to like four years. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We once were very heavy on YouTube. We once were very heavy on Instagram. And while our content still lives and resides on those platforms, this is where we're at twice a week. And we thank you for continuously pulling up. Uh, you, you all don't know uh, how much that means. And we wouldn't be here if you weren't here. I could tell you that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We, we reached almost uh, 1.5 million downloads over the life of this podcast, and that's just amazing. So shout out to y'all, man. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to take a second. We got a lot of stuff going on in the economy today. Let's talk about, I guess, the elephant in the room. Well, first of all, let's acknowledge uh, a couple folks that... Uh, responded to our poll on Spotify. So if you listen to us on Spotify, there's always questions, uh, poll questions about the episode. And uh, in response to one of our more popular episodes, uh, the Invest Fest 2023 breakdown, we got a couple of responses. Uh, uh, Christopher, shout out to Christopher uh, listening. The question was, uh, did you go to Invest Fest or would you go? And he says, uh, lol h no so that's the h no from christopher and then uh d little says he bought the streaming package and watched it so 
shout out to to uh, to those two for jumping on. If you do respond to any of our poll questions, we will read them on the air. So please engage us on Spotify. And if you're listening on Apple Music, which a lot of you are, go ahead and do us a huge favor. Leave us a five star review on Apple reviews on the Apple review section. And you can even leave a comment there. And if it's a comment, we'll go ahead and read it on the air. So thank you, guys. Let's check it out, man. The Fed made their decision on what they going what they were going to do with the with the hikes where they're going to raise it for another week and as of about a couple hours ago i believe uh, the federal reserve held interest rates steady at a 22 year high on wednesday while signaling another rate hike will be needed later this year to bring inflation back to its two percent target so the Fed held steady for this month, but uh, the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell states that there will need to be another. There will need to be rates down, rate hikes down the line, in an effort to bring down inflation. So, uh, one of the things he said is, "We want to see that these good inflation readings that we've been seeing for the last three months. Uh, we want to see." that it's more than three months worth so they want the inflation to like kind of lock in for a longer period of time at its they want to see it trending down for a little longer than three months so that's interesting and of course the market does what it does when it hears news like this um we'll get to where the market is currently i think it's getting ready to close but we're going to get into all that. Uh, shout out to Market Briefs. Um, we're going to be getting some information from uh, publication Market Briefs that does like a daily dose of what's going on in the economy. So I wanted to kind of shoot them a little, shoot them a little love, man. Um, here's something interesting: Instacart, the platform where you. I guess it's kind of like Uber Eats, but for groceries, they had their IPO and they hit the hit the stock market publicly and they have jumped out, jumped out with a bang. Plus 12.33 percent. They had a very successful first day on the market. The grocery delivery service debuted on the Nasdaq yesterday and shares popping 40 percent opening at $42 per share. I single single stocks is not my expertise, you know, but it's definitely interesting to see that IPO drop and do so well. I don't know if I would have guessed that that was going to do well. Um I don't order groceries in that way, but I do understand that it's a very popular thing, you know, to 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 use, so Shout out to Instacart. Now we have to talk about the housing market because with the Fed deciding not to raise rates or whatever, the the, the rates affect the rate hikes affect two two things, but one very significantly, and that's the housing market. It also serves as a mechanism to lower inflation, as we know, but it raises the interest on how much it costs for you to buy a home and because of that man we're having significant 
significant housing market issues. So right now, the 15-year interest rate is at 6.64, and the 30-year interest rate is at 7.30. Now, these are historic highs. But here, here are some of the issues that are happening as a result. People aren't buying homes. They're, 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 people are not buying homes. People aren't selling their homes because a number of folks were locked in at much lower rates. And why would you leave a locked in lower rate to go out and to swim in a, a pool full of sharks and piranhas with higher rates? Right. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. So uh, aside from that, home builders, there's still like heavy demand for new home builds. But why would a builder build more homes if they know people are not going to be out buying like that? Right. People don't have the money to buy like that with the interest rates being as high as it high as they are. You, you, your, your monthly payment would be so crazy that a lot of folks just are not are sitting on the sidelines, even though there is a need for housing. So check this out. Home building in the U.S. sank significantly from July to August. In that period, building dropped 11.3 percent to its lowest level since 2020. Expectations uh, were 1.44 million houses uh, housing starts. But the reality is there was only 1.28 million housing starts. So that's significantly less. The bottom line is this. After picking up in July, new homes, uh, uh, new home builds in August were affected as mortgage rates climbed back above the 7% mark. So it goes on to say the lock in is not a secret that current housing market is tough, though demand to buy a home is still present demand to sell a home is super low that's the thing like take shire and i for instance we're seeing equity grow on our primary residence and on all five of our rental properties the equity is growing significantly even in our newer market which is alabama which we 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 did not foresee significant growth equity wise because it's a we just didn't we just didn't project that there would be like a boom in the in the prices of those homes like we're seeing but that's simply because of the demand and with all those properties that we own including our primary residence there's really nothing you can do because you're locked in at such a good rate on those that why would you sell them why would you sell them and who are you going to sell them to so the economy kind of needs more building to happen more new home builds because people with current homes are not moving out of those homes to sell and so that's causing a significant tightening or crunch or stress on the housing market and in my opinion, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. It goes on to say the end result leads to very low inventory of existing homes for sale, which low inventory equals higher prices. It doesn't matter if you raise interest rates to to 
in an effort to keep prices down if the inventory isn't raising like if there's not a a, a lot of inventory then you still have a demand for the houses which creates higher prices it's just it's just that simple so no matter what the fed is doing with the interest rates is i don't think it's gonna help the housing market in fact it's hurting the housing market on two fronts now because now you've affected the interest rates which are putting the housing market like at a freeze no one's buying and you know at some point they're gonna have to address it and so that that's why a lot of economists project that there will be a pivot and the rates will have to come back down to some level just to get the the housing economy rolling again and folks buying because it's all about transactions we need transactions to happen for the economy to to flourish yes we need there's times when we need to slow transactions to bring prices down just to create more transactions that's that's what the fed wants to do uh but transactions at a lower level right at a, at a at a level that is sustainable not at a level where people are underwater and people may be facing foreclosure in the future that's not what they want they don't want those kind of transactions they want good transactions at an affordable price it's just really hard to make that happen when your only tool is to raise interest and play with the interest rates so we're gonna keep an eye on that for sure all right so i'm gonna touch on this topic before we get out of here you know before i go there uh i I did want to touch on the fact that new york state has outlawed airbnb i don't know all of the ins and outs on that but i want to acknowledge that because a few months ago i did a podcast on how atlanta was changing their policies on the airbnb front right and during the recession or during the the not the recession but during covid we had this boom of you know airbnb you know people jumping in the airbnb game everybody let let me show you how to get credit let me show you how to get x amount of of business credit so then you can go get you an airbnb and you could just be an airbnb uh real estate guru right you had even folks preaching the airbnb arbitrage method where you go and rent out a home you tell the the landlord that i would like to sublease it and then you start subleasing on airbnb and then keep the difference between what you're paying in rent and what you're receiving in your airbnb rents right well, here's the thing, man. I just got through telling, talking about how the United States is in a housing crisis where we need more homes. We got so much people without rules over their head. We need millions of new homes to house these people and we need them at affordable rates and everything like that. But the bottom line is we don't have the inventory. So why would I let you take up a whole neighborhood or take up my city with these sublease airbnb like you got to understand like with an airbnb that's a luxury item that's a uh i'm going on vacation i need somewhere to stay for a couple days item that's not that is not 
curing the the housing issue in the United States of America. Right. We have a home crisis. We do not have enough homes for people and you taking up a neighborhood and using it for like people to go on vacation and have a and, and have a home during their vacation is not what what states and municipalities want. We want families to live in these homes and not be homeless. <laughs> we don't want this to be a luxury item that only people who are vacationing can can use. That's not what these homes are built for. And the Airbnb model is based around that. And it was a cool moment, I think, because one, they were cheaper than hotels at one point and then they were they were also more convenient i mean it felt like you were like leaving your house and going to stay at another house right you had more bedrooms you had more space you had kitchens you had more amenities so it felt cooler to to go on vacation and then stay at a home as opposed to staying at a a hotel suite or you know if you have a family getting multiple rooms at, at a hotel right but it's not sustainable. And so New York State is, said, yo, man, we need homes for people to live in, not for Airbnb, Verbo and all these uh, short term rental vibes. Right. And so I think we're going to see more. We're going to see more of this. We're going to see more cities, states, local government either making it hard for Airbnb folks airbnb uh landlords or just saying no airbnb we, we don't do that here here's another thing the cities benefit from the taxes of the hotels they're incentivized they incentivize the hotels and so when you create a business model that literally wipes you know is a is a is incomplete uh what's it called what's the word i'm looking for Anyway, it, it, it's battles against the hotel model. This, the government doesn't like that. The government doesn't like that because there are certain taxes and tax advantages for hotels that they get certain benefits that the government gets that they don't get from these short term rentals. So they're going to start they're going to start checking that checking that chin, you know, so we're definitely going to keep an eye on that. Now, I want to touch on this, and I think me and Shire are going to talk about this at length on next week's podcast but <clears throat> let's see let me let, 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 let me gather my thoughts here so we were talking i was talking to shire and i was just telling her how that like am i in the matrix because money to me right now at this point in my life seems more precious than it's ever than it's ever been what are you trying to say marcus it feels like i'm the only one that sees the value like it's like i hold money in a certain value that every anywhere i look well, mostly online unfortunately but everywhere i look seems like they value it differently what am i trying to say we got a bill. Our daughter does gymnastics. Uh, she's she's really talented, man. And 
this is a sport that you see less and less African-Americans and minorities in general as you elevate in this sport because the it's a, it's hyper expensive, right? Similar to golf, similar to tennis, the higher you go, the more expensive it is, the more travel there is. And a lot of times us, man, we just we just going to play basketball or football if it's going if it's, if this that's just what we're going to do, right? We gravitate to those sports. But when you're my daughter is doing gymnastics, she loves it. She literally just got through crying a few minutes ago because she needs to take a day off. She's running a fever, but yet she wants to go practice for three hours today. And we just got to we got to save her from herself. But anyway, the sport is is very pricey and they just up the prices. They send you an email like it's mad casual. Like, yeah, it's going to be another fifty dollars a month and we need three hundred dollars for this outfit and we're going to be traveling uh to arizona for a competition and this and that it's like these are hundreds and thousands of dollars that they just casually send you an email tickets uh you know i got a fix-it ticket the other day yeah here's a fix-it ticket you know it's just it's just a fix-it ticket i had to spend four hundred dollars to fix the dog on ticket and then when I go to show proof of correction, I got to pay another $50, right? It's like, I thought it was just a fix-it ticket. Uh, you go to the grocery store and you know what that feels like. You get the bill and it's just $150 when two, three years ago, it was it was $50 for the same amount of, of food. Uh, I talked last week about the, 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 the service industry. It's like, yeah, it's $100 now. A hundred dollars. Like, do you, like it's almost like, am I the only one that sees how valuable money is right now? Because to everybody else, it just seemed like it's just a number. It's just like something I could go out in the backyard and grab off the tree. Right. You, you go on the other side of the spectrum away from people that are asking for money very casually. You go on YouTube, you go on some of these uh, financial literacy streets and you see folks talking about how much they make a month. Like like it's casual. I make, you know, ten thousand a month, twelve thousand dollars a month, twenty thousand, forty, fifty thousand dollars a month. Just 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 we just just talking casual like that's like that's normal. You know, I make X amount a month doing this. I make. You know, sixty thousand a month doing that and selling this and da da da, and you're like, okay, so either they're lying, right, <laughs> which could be, or they're serious, but they're talking like that's normal, right? So I'm like, where is my equilibrium at on money? Because you got people that casually ask for money, like it's that, like it's a piece of paper and you got people that are talking about what they make and making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month like it's like it's nothing so it's like so am i the only one tripping maybe i'm just in the middle of those two worlds and i'm tripping right because i know i gotta work every day i have to hustle 
I have to uh, grind to do what I do and to do what our family does. And although we've done some great things and we're doing some great things, it's not it just doesn't. It doesn't seem like the outside world sees sees the value or sees money like I do. Right. I know what how much needs to go in investments for it to generate what I want to generate. I know how much output I have to do to to get income. Right. But it seems like everywhere else kind of is like, man, you ain't really got to do all that or come on, man, just give it to me. You got it. And it's just like, no, no. So I need y'all to let me know in the comment section. Am I crazy? Are you experiencing some of these same things, right? When you look in your personal life or even when you're looking online, does it seem like money is at this weird place, right? Uh, there's more billionaires being created and you're like, how is that, right? There's people that are just, the prices of things are raising like y'all got it so it's, it costs this much now y'all got it though no we don't many americans don't you keep seeing the statistics and like i said me and Shar are gonna talk about this at length america most americans are do not have that much to give you and most americans are not making what you mr and mrs uh course creator or content creator say that folks can make where most of us are somewhere in the middle trying to make it work trying to do the things we know to do and really trying to grind and be better for our family right but in that world that i just described to you you have all these outside noises telling you oh man you can make triple that man what what you make a year, man, I make that a month. Let me show you how to do it. And then on the other hand, oh, man, it's five hundred dollars. We, we, you know, it's just a bill. It's just another bill. We just need five hundred for that. We need six hundred for that. OK, that's going to run you a thousand to repair this. I need to know how are y'all coping with what's going on? What are y'all thoughts? What do y'all think? Because for me, I had to like talk with Shire and kind of talk through this. Cause I'm like, yo, am I tripping? And she, you know, so we had a great conversation there, but we'll share more about that on this uh, coming up podcast. And we'll let you know, like where most Americans are, like we're here to level set you. We're here to keep it a thousand with you. Yes. We paid off six figure debt. Yes. We are investing in real estate out of state. We have five investment properties. Yes. We're investing 30 to 40% of our w2 income in the stock market now but it's not no it's no magic trick right it's it's not we're not doing that because we sold or we sell a course or because we create content like none of that that i just listed come came from some some what am I trying to say? None of that came from a magic pill. It's it's it, it all required and still requires 
work, working a nine to five, hustling, doing what we can do. All that is like we're doing that the way most of you listening would do it. Right. We're not here to to sell you this thing that only a select few people can do. Or we're not here to sell you this thing that, you know, is so random that only a few people are able to to make a living doing that. Right. We're here to tell you, like, we're regular people. We value money at this. Like money is, is a real thing. It's just not something that that most Americans have to waste. This is a reality check. We like to think of this podcast as a straight up reality check that you're not crazy. I know what you see online. I know what what's going on around you, but you're not crazy, right? It's it's tight right now. It's very tight. It's tight for most Americans. And even those ones that you see that act like it's not tight, if you were able to really look behind the curtain, it probably would look a little different. And we're just here to keep it 100 with you to let you know, yo, we could still we still going to do what it do. We're still going to make it through. We're still going to continue to build well. We're still going to continue to pivot and and do different things to get through this. But yes, it's real. And we're all trying to figure out our way and navigating through this season. So as long as y'all are here to rock with us, we will be here to rock with you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the quick cast powered by black Mary dead free. And we out. Peace.